welcome to the Diabolical Film Show, a podcast about old films, new films, and the people who make them. My name is Ash, and with me I have my old mate Richie. Hello, mate. Hello, Richie. How are you feeling? I'm feeling a bit better. I'm still a bit croaky, if I'm honest. So if my voice gets croakier and a little bit more Barry White... Um, ah. As this goes on, we'll see. But yes, full of cold. But the there you love. go. The love machine. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so here we are today. Well, when it gets released in a few days' time, it is May the fourth. Be with you. There you go. Have a guess, folks. What we're talking about today? We're talking Star about Trek. Star Wars. <laughs> That's it. We thought we'd mix it up and talk about Star Trek, a different franchise altogether. So, yes, Star, Star Trek, a completely different franchise altogether. Um, no, so we're going to talk about Star Wars, but we're not going to talk about the films that have gone in the past. We will talk about those at some point, I am sure. But we've just had Star Wars Celebration here in the UK, which is mm. doesn't happen all the time. Yeah. Unfortunately, neither of us were able to go and make it. Of course not, because that would be but, too, you know, brilliant. Lady Luck would be shining down upon us, and but now nah, we're not that lucky. No. So we didn't go. Some friends of mine went, but um, I, I didn't go, yeah. And cosplayed as well, some, some of them. So good, good on them. No, we didn't go, but we are going to talk about what was revealed dun, 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 at the Star Wars Celebration and what is coming up, because it's kind of a... I don't want to use the word golden era, but we are swamped, are we not? With a lot of Star Wars. Purple patch, isn't it? A purple patch. Purple patch. Uh, what's that then? What's there's, a purple patch? There's there's lots of it. There's we're swimming in in Star Wars. We are. Which is a good thing and a bad thing because some of it's some of it's extremely good and some of it is a bit meh. Well we've been there before, haven't we? You know, about I don't know, six, seven years ago when they were doing the TikTok films and didn't work out too well, did it? You might have to explain the TikTok films, because I think um, anyone of a younger persuasion will have a different version of what the TikTok film is. Well, depending on the tick or the talk, the tick being the, the film, talk being the Star Wars story. So with the tick, we had The Force Awakens, the talk being Rogue One. And so we had the proper film with followed by a story, a Star Wars story, the preceding year. Yes. That was a bit too much, I think. And the quality suffered because of it. Did it? What? So, which, which suffered though? The films. Yeah, because the talk didn't. Because Rogue One. Amazing. Well, arguably, is the best Star Wars film out there. Really, nostalgia eyes off, but the actual film itself, as a film, incredibly strong film. Mm. You cared about those characters. Indeed. All of them in that film. In fact, one of the characters was spawned and and other series, which is again. The best series possibly out there for Star Wars at its time. Wild, isn't it? Absolutely mad. And then you had, uh, what else? You, you had Han Solo. Now, yes, it bombed at the box office because nobody else wanted to see somebody else play Han Solo other than Harrison Ford. However, since that, it's garnered quite a lot of praise because yeah. he does a very good job mm. as Han Solo, as good as you can do. The story is a nice, fun story. And it's, you know, everyone seems to like it now. Yeah. Apart from Kathleen Kennedy has come out and said that they made a mistake by recasting such a major character as that and they're not going to continue the story on, which is ridiculous because all they're looking at, at that, that comment there basically says it bombed at the box office in the opening weekend, so we're not going to continue on with it because it's about the money. And mm. yes, I do understand that, but 
if you look at the fan love for the film now, not everybody likes it, obviously, but it's quite high. It's 70%, 80% up there. Everyone seems to like it now. And it is. It's a good It's a good story. Yeah, yeah it is. It and is they bring they bring back old Red at the back, at the, the end of it as well, which is always nice to see. Being Darth Maul. Spoiler. <laughs> But anyway, so that's, that's, that's the past. But now we're in, we've got Star Wars everywhere in every mm-hmm. kind of in every format you can think of. I mean, not just the films. We're not going to be talking about the computer games, but the, the computer games are yeah. going great guns as well. Looking so really good. Yeah. Um, well, with my new PC, actually, Richie, uh, I get a <laughs> copy of the new Star Wars computer game, which I'm quite looking forward to. Really? Yeah, free with, with the motherboard with the uh, graphics out. card. Awesome source. But anyway, that's that's uh, by the way. So what we're going to be talking about today is essentially what's coming up, because there was quite a lot revealed at Star Wars um, Celebration. So shall we kind of pick through it and give our thoughts on what, and then we can talk about it. It'll bring in some of the stuff that's out already, actually, to be fair. So let's start with the big news and three new films, mm. three new films from three very different directors. So you've got a film from James Mangan. Gold. What do we think of James Mangold? Well, he did Logan. Can't knock him for that. You can't, no. That's a cracking film. Um, he's done the new Indiana Jones film. Well, let's not knock him for that just yet. Yeah. But he also, he also <laughs> did... Um, he also did Walk the Line and Le Mans 66, which are good films, mm. you know? Call of the Wild, uh, he was a producer on The Greatest Showman, executive producer on, so he, he is a director-producer. Yeah. Um, he was executive producer on Logan, but he's, he's now directing in, in this one. So, yeah, I quite, I quite like yeah. the fact we got James Mangold. I think that's a, a quite safe pair of hands, and the early reports from the new Dial of Destiny, Indiana Jones films, are, are quite strong. So, special okay. effects aside, um, quite quite strong so yeah. it's uh we have a bit of an issue with some of the special effects just for people out there we've had a conversation off air about some of the special effects in the trailer yeah. don't look that great but uh you know there's time yet to fix them so let's not let's not say it off Ho- hopefully it'll be a good film so james mangold yeah logan logan and Le Mans and so on and so forth yeah i'm quite happy with that um that one is what what the good the good part about that one though is it's set in the old republic it's a new story it's a new story thank god yeah now there is plenty of ca- well, I'm going to say canon. They were taken away. The old republic was taken off canon, wasn't it, for a while, and then it's, they brought it back onto canon now. Well, so yeah, I mean, Dave Filoni, he's 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 sort of like making non-canon stuff. He's it's like cherry picking non-canon stuff to make it canon. He's, he's bringing- we're talking about James Mangold, aren't we? I know, Not- but Filoni, if he if he can do it, oh, I see, then I see, I see, I see, I see. Mangold, he he can do it as well. He he can because there's a rich. There's a whole plethora of stuff. I mean, aside from the games going back... To the yeah, Knights of the Old Republic and all that sort of yeah. stuff. You got all the books, and there's absolutely tons of stuff, and there's there's loads there's loads of characters and lore to pick from that, that you can. And I'm really looking forward to it. Dawn of the Jedi and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Uh, so James Mangold, safe hands in the Dawn of the Jedi Old Republic era. So yeah, that's good. And then we've got Dave Filoni. He's been given a film as well. About bloody time, to be quite frank, because yeah. for those that don't know, Dave Filoni created the Clone Wars cartoon. And if you haven't seen the Clone Wars... And he wears a big cowboy hat. Wears a big cowboy hat. <laughs> um, if, you haven't seen the J- if you haven't seen the Clone Wars cartoon, go and watch it, oh. because it's some of the best Star Wars you're ever going to see. The first season's a bit crap, because it's still very kiddified. Mm. Anything with the C-3PO and R2-D2 stories are bloody awful. But after that... 
See, I, I've been reading a lot about on the old uh, on the old socials here, and there's been people who've um, they're saying he's alienating certain aspects of the Star Wars fandom, where there could be some people who've not seen. I think what there's what two hundred plus episodes of uh, Clone Wars and Rebels, and the way things are going with uh, Mandalorian and his film is tying up Andor. Mandalorian and it's going to bring them all together and so the voices are saying well I haven't got the time to be invested to watch 200 plus episodes of backstory to be up to date and current personally if you're a true fan of this you do it anyway you've already invested you're already there in my in my eyes you see now I, I, I've got a view on this which I think you'll be surprised but I have a view really but, um, shocker I don't think anything that he's brought in, because a lot of these people are complaining, massing bits and pieces, but they don't know what everything that they're talking about. Well, you don't need to know everything, because it, it doesn't detract from the stories that he's actually telling. It just gives them more depth. So you know who these people are that um, are placed here and there and you know randomly doing um, popping up within the various episodes. But it doesn't detract from the main story. It doesn't detract from um, Din Djarin, say, if we're talking about the Mandalorian and um, Bo-Katan, their their story. If you want to, wa- if you want to learn more, go back and watch it. Mm. Then you'll you'll understand the, the the amount of history behind it all. If you don't, you just have a fun space well, opera. Watch the film, then go back and watch them after the fact. Yeah. Either way, still still what you can't dismiss them. Because, oh, it's 200 odd episodes. Oh, if you were that invested. It doesn't ruin the story. No. It doesn't. You, it, it, it's just another character that pops up. Well, it's just another character that pops up. You don't know who they are. You don't know their backstory. Well, you don't need to know the backstory for the Mandalorian story. It just continues on. But he's, he's not, he didn't just do Clone Wars. He did Rebels and the Bad Batch as well. And, mm-hmm. and his storytelling is really, really good. It's better than some of the others they've got directing and writing currently for The Mandalorian and Boba Fett. Um, I know he's involved as a producer, but he's not the lead on there. But he's, yeah, again, he's going to—he's meant to be wrapping up, isn't he? Yeah. Well, there's... There's a lot. There's a lot, because you're going to have Ahsoka's coming out soon as well, which we'll probably talk about in a, in a minute with Rosario, um, Rosario Dawson playing Ahsoka, um, who is from the Clone Wars cartoons. Mm-hmm. He's one of the last Jedi. She was the Padawan apprentice to Anakin Skywalker before he turned bad. And oh, spoiler! Oh, oh man, he's, he's Darth Vader. Oh, I've done it again. Luke Skywalker's father. I've just said. I've, I said I've done it again. Oh no! I've just sensed a, a tremor in the Force, as if millions of voices cried out. And then we're suddenly suddenly silenced, sobbing in the pillows. Oh dear! Yeah, don't care. So yeah, there's there's a rumor, probably more than a rumor, really, that um, his film he's going to tie up Mando, Ashoka, Boba Fett storylines, and just kind of tie up all the TV series. But I I think well, there's been a bit of an outcry about this last series of Mandalorian, hasn't there? Really, because Mando hasn't really been the focus. Well, you know, season four is coming, and um. I've got the sneaking suspicion that they've... Because you, you know they've cancelled Rangers of the New Republic because of Gina Carano got fired, didn't she, essentially, as Cara Dune. So they were going to make a series around her because she was an awesome character. She was really strong in the role. Mm. I really liked her until they bloody fired her. Um, and they were going to do Rangers of the New Republic. Now, the ending to Mando, don't you think that was a little bit setting up Rangers of the New Republic book? with Mando in the role. Ah. Do you not think? I had a little yeah. thought about this the other day. He's like, ooh, hello. I think I think they mm. are. 
I think that's where they're going with it. So Mando will be off doing all these little silly missions. Oh, side quest ahoy. Side oh. quest ahoy. And oh. um, the bigger overarching story, which is clearly what Dave Filoni really wants to kind of bring to the fore, is, well, it's the rise of Thorn, isn't it? Which is what everyone's been waiting for mm. when it comes to uh, Ashoka, as they keep hinting. Now again, now there's now there's something. If you don't know who Grand Admiral Thrawn is, he is the he appeared in a in a book called Heir to the Empire back years ago, many yeah, years early ago, early nineties. Yeah, after the original Star Wars trilogy had finished, um, it was one of the first books that came out, and he was the next kind of big Grand Admiral. He rebuilt the Empire and all the rest of it, and he he would fit in between the end of Return of the Jedi and the New Order in the new mm. films, essentially. And that was he, he's, before Disney, then when, no, you're not canon. No, we're not going to use him. We're going we're gonna to bring uh, Moff Gideon in instead and then kill him in a ridiculous way at the end of um, Mando season. We're not, we're not going to go into that just yet. And that's where Dave Filoni is now cherry-picking the storylines or what have you that uh, Disney said, no, you can't have it. It's not happening. Yeah. But now he's like, Oh, no, 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 no. I'm bringing them all back. Yeah. So, you know, so Dave Filoni, he's, he's going to kind of round off, not round off the Mando. Maybe he'll keep the Mando going afterwards or Ahsoka going afterwards. Maybe it's just like the interlude in the middle. Who knows? Who knows? That's but- the thing. So if he's tying up Mandalorian, then it's going to be after the next season of uh, Mandalorian. Ah, oh, I can't believe I've just said season. Oh, my God. Oh, you American. God, I hate myself. Oh, <laughs> Take yourself outside and slap yourself around the face. Everyone calls them season these days mate no it's a series 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 is gone we're not we're not in the 70s back 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 watching the swing no, a season is salt and pepper paprika <laughs> That's seasoning. anyway moving on the third <laughs> film oh now I, I i have reservations about this one but the third film is from um Charmaine Obeyed Chinoy. And she and if I pronounced that incorrectly, I apologize, but she recently did Ms. Marvel, the T V series, which quite frankly was a bit meh. I watched some of it. Um I didn't I didn't finish it to be fair. Yeah, I mean it was a teen drama, so it wasn't aimed at us, but it's, realistically but it is for kids. It's I wasn't over and enamoured by it if I'm honest I don't know she's an Oscar winner and an Emmy winner um, so you know and she's going to be taking Daisy Ridley on her next three films as mm. that's that's the big the big news 15 years later Daisy Ridley comes back as a Jedi Master not quite sure she made Jedi personally in the last trilogy with her half arsed training efforts it just didn't it just didn't work for me uh, don't blame I'm not blaming blame the story. Daisy Ridley don't blame Daisy no, don't blame no, no. the player she's perfectly fine but I think the story really let her down there. So I hope, I hope they give her the chance to, um, you know, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Find her own feet, find her own story and her own mm. path forward. So it's not tied to the Skywalker canon of films, shall we say. It's... Um, yeah. You, you know, you, you, but you know they're going to make an appearance at some point. They've got to because it's Star Wars. And to be honest, Mark Hamill's still alive. And so is Aidan Christensen, for that matter. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. 
So they're going to be there. Yeah, I mean, bringing back. I mean, I mean, we're not talking about those films because we're gonna, we're gonna, no. we're gonna, it'll, it'll change the focus of this podcast. But they are talking to John Boyega now as well. He's in talks to come back as well. Oh, and right. If there was a character that has done a massive disservice mm. in those last three films of John Boyega, John Boyega, who played a stormtrooper, then turned, well, he's a bit of a coward, and then, and then turned to, to help the Republic and then. Basically, just just got forgotten, and it's just like, yeah, what a crime! You you've got a really rich depth of someone who was a stormtrooper who worked for the Empire. Look what they're doing in um, with some of the characters in uh, in Mandalorian. You know the the operative, the female operative. I can't remember her name, but short dark hair, and she, oh, and yeah. where she's been converted by by the by the uh, rebel alliance oh do you know yes. what i mean now yeah, yeah. yes um, yes that's sort double of, agent well well she's clearly still working well she was still working for the empire yeah, that was cool well, what a good story what a little look. to a probe droid you're like Whoa. yeah what a nice little story that was that's yeah. how it should have been handled in the films but you know and, and the struggle that he, he could possibly have had and he was just forgotten mm. he was turned into a bloody comic comic character it was pathetic it really really was so let's see let's hope um charmaine kind of comes up with a good storyline for daisy and whoever come goes on that trek then we've got shokers coming as well isn't she have you got anything to say anything else to say about the films have you because it's the lot because her film's about rebuilding the jedi order but mm. no no because it's unless you you were there at, at the um at the show itself, and everything that's been... It's very cloak and dagger. It's all under wraps. You're not going to know absolute... You're going to know sod all. Well, Kathleen Kennedy says they're pretty far down the um, you know, down the path with these films. So they're pretty... I'd say that they're laid, laid, out, laid out. Yeah, but it, us mere mortals, we're not going to know anything about it until it's wrapped, basically. This is very true. Yeah, this is very true. You know, so it's a bit pie in the sky. Isn't I quite it? like Just that they're to... broadening the timeline. Move. Let's get away. Let's move away from established characters. I know Daisy Ridley is an established character now, but at least give them three good films that that they can new be that they can be proud of. And new stories, yeah. New stories into where characters that basically we know they're going to die, which is what the the others have been into. Yeah, really. but look, even with like Andor though, going back to Andor, you know the the, the result because you've seen the film. You've seen Rogue One. Rogue one an absolutely mm. fantastic star wars film so you know how that ends very well in fact is how that ends mm. and bravely by by um disney as well to stick to the the guns of the writing team did they have a bigger hand in that in in that one though disney yeah they did towards the end yeah because apparently when gareth edwards first turned it in it was very much like a, a war film wasn't it a war film and they yeah. they yeah. said this no 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 it's not saving private ryan it's you know it, it's star wars we need more star wars so mm. they they did some reshoots and or there's always reshoots on films anyway but they they did some kind of changes and made it a bit more star wars a little less severe but they still end up with a fantastic film so i would like to see the original version but and see what mm. we've got but then we've got um so moving away from the films then we've got shokers coming oh rosero dawson is, is this your this is like the big one in it this is the big one that's going to take over from when mandalorian finishes well it has finished hasn't it so this is going to be the showrunner for star wars now yeah because mm. this comes soon this is in august so this is not that far away realistically this is august 2023 but so you got rosero dawson rosario dawson 
Nelson playing Ahsoka, yeah. and and she has done already. So we, we've seen her playing Ahsoka. The trailer's out as well for Ahsoka, so it's looking good. But 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 now again, people are going to complain because we're bringing back characters from the Star Wars Rebels cartoon series here. I can't see them complaining. Um, well. If you haven't, I know. it goes back to the argument you had before, mate. Because if people haven't seen it, they don't know who these characters are. Well, it doesn't matter. I don't think it matters. Like I said, I don't think it matters. But it just gives people fodder to complain and whinge and moan and oh it's just rubbish just just think when Richie was young back in the day everything was in black and white including his life uh, and you got one film every what three years something like that and that was it and a bunch of books and a bunch of comics that's all you had Mm. nowadays you've got a plethora if you don't like it don't watch it Stop complaining about it. Yeah, they're bringing back a lot of characters from Rebels. So you've got Hera um, Sindula with Mary Elizabeth Winstead. You've got Sabine Wren with Natada Lu Bodizo. I think I've... You've got Chopper the droid. He's ace. I love Chopper. Who doesn't love Chopper? Kill. He's killed millions. He's Chopper brilliant. Chopper the droid. <laughs> he has, yeah. Mon Mothma's coming back, which is, mm. a, which is a good thing as well. Genevieve O'Reilly. We like a bit of Genevieve O'Reilly. There is also... Now, not in the trailer. I don't know if you've heard this. Yes. Ezra Bridger is coming back. Yeah, they didn't show him in the trailer, did they? With... No, they didn't show him in the trailer. Who's playing him, then? Uh, oh, God. Iman Esfandi? Yep, Iman Esfandi. Yeah. And then the big one, the one we've talked about earlier on, Grand Admiral Thrawn, the real buddy. Forget Moff Gideon. That was just a kind of... A placeholder. half arsed yeah, he's a placeholder. Everyone's been waiting for Grand Admiral Thrawn. Nobody cares about Mockridge. He, he played it very well and all the rest of it. He was, he was, And it wasn't a bad storyline. Although they did rush the clone thing a little bit, I think. It all was all glossed up and and kind of tied up in a neat bow very nicely. Yeah. That should have been brought in a lot earlier. And maybe multiple... I don't know. Anyway, I'm completely ruining fucking Mando for anyone who's not seen Mando. <laughs> and then the Mando here. But... Um, <laughs> We, we look. We, we've we, we've said multiple times we're spoilerific. It's it's as simple as yeah. that. We should have basically maybe I should have mentioned it earlier. I'm going to ruin it. You can't talk about this stuff and not ruin it. To be fair, but the heir to the empire, Grand Admiral Thrawn, played by Mads Mikkelsen. I am so so looking forward to seeing him on the on the large screen on, on live, in live action. He's appeared in a number of the cartoons, and he's, he's just he's a master tactician essentially, he's, yeah. and he's evil as hell. And he's not like evil; he's like proper subtle evil, like what we're getting in Andor with some of the baddies in Andor. Well, he um, he plunders. He goes after the historical of, of all, all the races that he encounters. He studies their their past, their historical roots, and uses that against them. You yeah, know, that's that's pretty you know pretty diabolical. You know to do to use uh, to to actually take the time to understand your enemy and then right, we'll use that against you. Yeah, we have had tyrannical leaders on planet earth who does very similar That's things very true. in the past so they have um you know so they've clearly based it on on actual history mm. uh, his kind of well, the way he goes about things but yeah looking forward to ashoka the, the trailer looks very good zero dawson yeah good good as, as an yeah. old, old, old yeah. ashoka suits suits part i hope they give her a little she's not had much much to play with i don't think she's been quite one note so far so i hope they give her a little bit more emotional depth going forward i think that, that'd be quite nice she's quite stoic isn't she at the Moment. Yeah, and it, it. I'd like to see a little bit more from her because Ahsoka in the cartoons was not stoic. I mean, I know a lot's happened, and the end yeah, of the Clone Wars. I'm not going to ruin the end of the Clone Wars cartoons, but the end of the Clone Wars cartoons is really powerfully for a cartoon, mm. really strong, and it 
it involves her massively. Just a shame when you first meet her, she's like 14 or something. Oh, she's, she's fucking annoying when you first meet her. It's like a kid. But it's it's only that, well, speaking for myself, I knew where her character en- ended up. I stuck with it, you know? Yeah. But she's, because um, who else is in it in this as well? Isn't Hayden Christensen down for an appearing in this as well? Is he? Uh, but I think he's appearing as Anakin Skywalker. I don't know if he'll be as Darth Vader. Don't know. He would be Darth Vader. At this point in time, he would be Darth Vader. Well, actually, we don't know. Actually, we don't know. Because they might, they might do a they flashback. They might do a flashback scene, scene yeah. So... No, that would be lovely yeah. if they did. That would be amazing if they did a bit of a flashback thing. That would be quite nice. Mm. To see the, the cartoon, the live-action version of the cartoon, of them two together. Do you know who... Have to make um, look a bit younger. Bit of a... Side 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 note. Side quest. Side quest. You know who uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is married to? I do. You and McGregor. Yeah. There you go. And she appears in a lot of films that he's in. Not saying this is they just and purely purely coincidental. I'm sure there was no mention of um, Kenobi, was there? Now, no, there was no real mention of Kenobi. But you and McGregor really wants to do a season two. I bet he does because you know of Kenobi. The, the, those um, Condor omelets don't uh, make themselves. <laughs> no. <laughs> He really wants to do a season two of uh, Kenobi, but Lucasfilm have basically said, not just yet. Mm. So I think they were disappointed with how Obi-Wan Kenobi went down the first time around. It wasn't that well received. Mm. It was a bit middling, middle of the road. And they had really good bits and it had really bad bits. And it, it didn't, as a whole, it didn't quite pull together very well. It wasn't as strong as it, I think it could have been, especially with some of the other stuff that's come out. Mm. Um, you just think, no, it wasn't. So no, so we ha- we're not going to get... A new Obi Wan no, Kenobi, but, um, but we are going to get an Ahsoka, which is yeah. I am really, 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 really looking forward to it. Really am. Well, you won't have to wait long. I know. Soon. Yeah, soon. it's the next big thing, isn't it, on Disney? Really, for the Star Wars. Mm. But then you've got then you got um, Andor season two. That's coming as well. That's coming next year. That's August next year. It seems to be August seems to be the release right. date for the big ones, I suppose. So we've got a while to wait for that. You see, they should be doing it in May. Should do it in May. Yeah. What May the fourth? Around what? about the fourth. Yeah, that would be really good. Yeah. Well, they started filming that in November, and it's going to go through all the way to August this year filming. So they're taking the time filming it all, um, and then it's going to come out August next year. So that's. And Tony Gilroy is still the series creator, which is good because he did an amazing job the first yeah. time around. And the same with with Rogue One, the initial film as well. So I'm hoping I'm hoping that they continue the same high production values, the same standards, the same right. Everything's do not don't break it. It's not broken. Don't attempt to fix it. Just just do it. Just do what you've done for the last series series. Yeah, replicate it for this one. Don't bring back um, Andy Serkis' character. He's dead. That would cheapen everything. And I would love it to finish. When he gets introduced to Wasabob in Rogue One, do a Rogue One and or handover. That would be yeah, that, that, that would be amazing. Yeah, that would that, be that, that, fucking that, that would be brilliant. Great, yeah. And it would just you know pass the baton over, hand it over, and it would be amazing. You know, because I thought Felicity Jones did an amazing job in Rogue One. Absolutely, I thought she was as Jin Erso. She was she was incredibly strong. That character. Yes, I actually preferred her character in one film than I did with Daisy Ridley's in three. Now, I'm not knocking Daisy. No. Please don't think I'm knocking Daisy. It was the script and the story that yeah. did her a disservice. First one set her up. The second one was a waste of time. And the third one just tried to resurrect the ashes of what the second one had done, essentially. So it, 
she wasn't given a proper no, bite of the cherry. No, she wasn't. Um, so let's hope the next few films do do that for her. Hey, I said do do. You said hey. <laughs> Uh, but Felicity Jones in one film, because the writing, the writing yeah. was incredibly strong, was amazing as Ginerso. So that would be lovely if they could, if they would hand over to Ginerso. Yeah, that that'd it be great. would be absolutely brilliant. And then, then you've got like a little, a little, you know, it's, it's a cyclical thing, then, isn't it? Yeah. You watch the film, you go back and watch the series, and you watch the film, you go back and watch the series. Yeah, it, so it, it would be really good. So if anyone from Lucasfilm is watching, that's what you've got, you've got to do. Listening, if they're watching, it'd be quite dull. Well, it's just it's just a still image. Whatever, <laughs> but uh, you know, yeah, listening. Just that's what all you've got, got to do to make us all very happy. Make Richie happy. That's it. Yeah, that's all you've got to do. Put a beer in his hand, that makes him happy. <laughs> makes him happy, mate. Um, so that's that's Andor's coming. And then there's more. There's more. It's just like it's just it's like a chocolate box with another layer. You always get two layers of the chocolate box, but then this is like a third layer. Then you got the acolyte coming. Mm. 2024. So, you know, not that far off, really, mm. I suppose. Uh, from Leslie Headland, Headland. But this is set in a different era. Hundred years before the Phantom Menace. Yeah, because then you got the old Republic being done, which I'm really looking forward mm-hmm. to, because that's like the dawn of the Jedi and what have you. Then you got the High Republic, which is when the Acolyte is. Now, I was really looking forward to this. So, from the point of the Sith, yeah, that's always going to win. That's always going to win points for me. It's all. It's almost like it's a reverse Star Wars, isn't it? Where the Sith have been scrappy and trying to raise up, and the uh, well, the Republic, they are the the powerful ones. So it's yeah. But then she went on to describe it as frozen meets Kill Bill. And I was like... I don't know what that means. I'll be honest. Well, I did look into it a little bit more. And she has... It has cropped up again, this. And I think she tried to explain it. That Frozen was... I Now, I haven't watched them Frozen. And I'm not going to watch Frozen. I'm sorry. You've not watched Frozen? No. Oh, let it go. <laughs> let go of your hate. <laughs> I normally I make that joke, but I'm, I'm actually now I now I hear it back. No, possibly not going to do it again. Um, do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> sorry, get, get it anymore? No, no, sorry, not sorry. So essentially, she said it was a story of a misunderstood female going on the journey of redemption or something. And because when I would stop describing it as Frozen meets Kill Bill, because. That's not going to sell it to anybody because surely that's what people are going to think. It's going to turn into a musical, a musical ninja film. That's just, that just sounds shite. But when you explain it as a stop, misunderstood female going on a story mm. of redemption, well, that well, that's a lot. Just say that. <laughs> a female Jedi and a former Padawan investigating crimes, and then t- clearly turned to the Sith. It's got legs. Colour me interested. This could be another one. It's, it could be another Andor. The one that we didn't know we wanted, and it end, it ends up being whoa. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Let's see. I mean, it's it's coming regardless. So next year, the acolyte. It's all good. So we got three films, two new series, extra bits on top of the other series, and then we got another series coming. Now this is clearly based at kids, um, aimed at kids, not because Star Wars has got quite adult, really. Do you not think? Mm. It's kind of grown up with the people who were initially watched the first yeah. kind of the, yeah. the original trilogy and then the prequels and. It's got quite adult themes running through a lot of Star Wars, which I don't think is a bad thing for, for kids to see and stuff, because they see it on a different level to what the adults see it. You don't want it, You don't want to lose a younger audience. You know, you want to no. bring along the 
the kids of the people who were kids when they first watched Star Wars. And that's what they're doing, apparently, with mm. Skeleton Crew, because it's with Jude Law based around the younger cast, kind of in the vein of the Goonies. Now, I wasn't a massive fan of the Goonies, I have to admit. Now, that's going to turn off a lot of people. I couldn't take it or leave it myself. Yeah, that was pretty much it. I was like, yeah, it was all right. I don't get the big fuss about it, personally speaking. But there's a bunch of directors coming back to direct that, and, a, and amongst them, amongst them, is Bryce Dallas Howard. Mm. Now, when Bryce Dallas ha- for those who don't know who Bryce Dallas Howard is, tell, her, tell everyone, Richie, who Bryce Dallas Howard is. She's the one who can outrun a T-Rex in high heels in Jurassic Park. And who else is she? She was in a Spider-Man movie. Brilliant. And who actually is she in real life? <laughs> she's Ron Howard's daughter. There you go. <laughs> That's where we were going with that. So she's an actor and a director. But the thing is, she's a really good director. Yes. Well, she's a really good actor as well. But she's an incredibly good director. Some of the best episodes... Mandalorian. ...of Mandalorian have been directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. Mm. And I was disappointed to see that she wasn't the one getting the film with Daisy Ridley going forward. Because I think she deserves mm. that. Because she is such a good film. I think she... she seems to handle story, character and action incredibly well balanced. I think she needs a bit more under her belt, I think, personally, for me. A few TV series, episodes on a TV series. No, no, I think she needs a little bit more. She may be... No. They might have a slated down for doing um, other films in the in the Ray trilogy, maybe. That's what I'm on about. I think, but this the other director that... But there'll be more There'll be more films following. Charmaine. Charmaine's the one running with that. But then again, she might step back and bring somebody else in and she might exec produce or something. Mm. Who knows? But yeah, I was disappointed that she's not been given something bigger because she's extremely good. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, Skeleton Crew, a nice fun romp for kids. And it might be interesting. Jude Law's a good actor. So we'll see how he does. How Dumbly Door does. (laughs) What? He's Dumbledore. He's a new Dumbledore, isn't he? Dumbledore. Jude Law, Dumbledore. Dumbledore as a Jedi. He's, 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 oh, he's, he's now stepping into Harrison Ford territory, isn't he? He's, he's hitting all the... He's, he's, he's crossing genres now. Because he's in Marvel as well, isn't he? So he's he's, he's a whore, isn't he? Whoring himself out to all the franchises. He likes his Condor egg omelets, he does. And that's why he's in all these franchises. Yeah, he's good. He's good. He's, he's, he's very good at what he does. So, um, and then, then there's more. So we got, we're just into news and bits and pieces now. Then Tales of the Jedi. There, there's, now there's a series that, that I thought was very good. Kind of fits in amongst the films, the, the prequels. Gives a, te- gives a story a little bit, yeah. flesh, that fleshes out. Count Dooku story a little bit more. I like the one with Yaddle in it. Explain explain that a little bit more. The Yaddle one. You know, she's the um, the female Yoda. Yeah. You saw her ba- flitting around in, um, oh, one of the prequels. Yeah, she's she's Yoda with long hair. Yeah. But, but she's, a, she yeah, she gets a starring role in, in one of these. And it's, it's strong. It's quite powerful actually. as well, you like. It's quite Ooh, powerful, yeah. Bless her. Um, yeah. And it, it gives a bit more backstory to what, again, was a weak character, Count Dooku, in, in the prequels. He was a pointless character 
character. You could have removed him and just kept Darth Maul and it would have been a lot better. Well, I think but, uh, that's, that's like the uh, opinion world over, isn't it? Why did you kill Darth Maul? To bring Count Dooku, well, it was a pointless move. Mm. But now they're trying to flesh out all of that um, with the Clone Wars cartoons and obviously with Tales of the Jedi, which for those, it's six episodes, they're short and the su- stories are succinct they're to themselves. You don't need to know a lot of backstory about it at all. Again, mm. they're just very good, strong stories. And overall, the six episodes, it's good. And they're bringing another version of that back. Uh, another series of that back. Season, series, whatever, of that back. Then you're going to get another, ver- um, the final season of The Bad Batch. That's yeah, that's good. Now, The Bad Batch is a cartoon that leads on from Clone Wars. And Rebels, and you, isn't it? And Rebels. Oh, no, it wasn't in Clone Wars. It was just Rebels, wasn't it? Sorry, yeah, Rebels. And they start off in there, and then they got their own series, and it's very, well, it's very good. Yeah, there's some episodes that are a bit... Uh, it drifts. It's again the side quest. The side quest episode. But the overarching ones. Yeah, again. Yeah. They like the side quests, and it's like oh, fucking hell. Got to keep the kids happy. Yeah. Yeah, you're trying to service two audiences, and yeah, the adult audience want the the, the main storyline uh, about the clones essentially, and then pretty much yeah, everyone else, all the kids want the the, the silly silly episodes, but it's still strong. It's, it's still very strong. So that's going back for a, a final series, and then I have a feeling we might see a live action um, version of some of those characters well, in Dave Filoni's film. Well, yeah, I've yeah, got a, a sneaking suspicion. It is. It's, it, it will happen. Yeah, the ones that survive anyway. And do you know who else is coming back in the Bad Batch next for, for their final season? Fennec Strand. Oh. Fennec Strand is the the sidekick to Boba Fett in the Boba Fett series. She's the sniper assassin who's very good, actually. She's one of the better things in the series. Hmm. So she's coming into the Bad Batch. There you go. All right. Um, then we're going to get season two of Visions, Star Wars Visions. Yeah, I totally... I, I, I'm not liking this. It's a bit shite. I was like, Star Wars Visions? Is it like... I thought it was like um, a visual compendium of, you know, al- alternate draw, you know, visions of what Star Wars was. But it wasn't. And I... I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I think I think some of them are a bit crap. It's 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 not canon by any any stretch of the imagination. It's just people in a very anime. Uh, no, I, I love anime. Well, they were all it, Japanese, weren't they? They all had a very heavy Japanese influence. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all very Japanese anime influence. But the new series, it's been given to different. It's it's more worldwide in scope. I was hoping it was going to be more worldwide and not just down one strip because some of the stories are bloody. That one about the band oh my god i turned it off <laughs> it was shite it was awful oh i like them all i like them all because I, I i like the the, the 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 different take on it you know and the series two i mean it's, it, it gets me a thumbs up because Ardman animation are doing one wallace and gromit in star wars uh, well yeah they're, they're, ba- <laughs> they're more for, they're based off for the kids and clearly that's why rich like <laughs> uh, but <laughs> it's the wrong trousers lad <laughs> It's the wrong lightsaber. It's Grummit. the wrong. <laughs> Ooh, no! <laughs> uh, I can't do the voice because my voice is all croaky. I can only do his voice. So yeah, so that's coming. Yeah, well, but on other news, um, Lando Calrissian. Now, on one hand, you've got you've got her highness Kathleen Kennedy saying we made a mistake with recasting um, Han Solo. But we're going to go ahead with Lando Collision. It's just like, well, you just don't know what to do, do you, Mr. Glover? He made a good. He was a good character. He was, but then again, so was Han Solo. Yeah, it's just that the fans went, 
no, it's Harrison Ford. But then they liked it later on. So is this a TV series or a film? They've not said really. I think it's a possibly a TV series. And yeah, Donald Glover was great as Lando Calrissian. He, he he was he was good. Yeah, he was good because. The film was good because Solo, the film, is a good film. It's a well-written film. It's a good romp. The characters are well-inhabited, all of them, including it. And I was the same. I didn't want anyone else playing Han Solo apart from Harrison Ford. But you've got... And, yeah, it took me a while to get used to it, but he's good. But he's younger, like, a lot younger. Yeah. And you can't have so, Harrison Ford playing someone who's, what, late teens, early 20s? It, I'm sorry. That I don't fan, think... fan folk living in their parents' attics, not stepping out into the light... I I don't think that there's enough computer power in the world to de-age him, to make him 20 again. Sorry. No. I think he did a good job. They did a good job. The initial reaction was bad because of no one wanted to see it. When people did see it, they quite liked it. Yeah. So, you know, Kathleen Kennedy, get your thumb out your ass and actually stop looking at the notes of opening weekends. Forget the opening weekends and now look what people would... People would accept it and ha- be happy with it. No. But they won't do that, will they? It, it's a... No. It's money, the movie... Money, money, ...business. Yep. And that's... So that possibly is still happening. Um, Taki... Uh, Taki... Well, help me out with his name. Takiki... Wahiki, oh, for God's sake. I'm yeah. just embarrassing myself. Yeah, he's apparently still making a film. We all like him. He's, he's good, he's, but is he right for Star Wars? I'm not sure, but... Oh, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't a fan of Love and Thunder. Ragnarok worked. Ragnarok worked well, yeah. Love and Thunder didn't work so well. No. Oh, I agree. No, but um, he did a good few episodes of Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So but we'll see. It's poss- it's a possible into Rogue One. That was the film that was slated a- a- about uh, X Wing Squadron. I think there's fan films and stuff out there about Rogue it as Squadron. Well. Rogue One is called. Oh right, I thought it was called. All right, okay. Unless it's been renamed or rebranded or whatever. All right. But that could still happen apparently. And the good news. I'm just looking how long we've been going as well. Coming up to the hour. We're trying to keep under the hour. Magic hour. Have you have you got any, have you got anything else? I, I haven't. I've got one more piece of news, but no. I'll leave it to last because it's, it's some good news. Oh, okay. Leave it with your good news then. Shall we end on some good news? We'll end on good news. Ryan Johnson is not actively in development creating a Star Wars trilogy. Yay! <laughs> and on that slice of fried gold, we'll end it right there. <laughs> So if you fancy a bit of diabolical film banter, and then like, comment, and subscribe to the podcast, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Also, if you like us talking bollocks about film, then maybe even give us a review. And if you need to get something off your chest, then maybe even send us a question, and we might even answer it on the show. You can find us on your local friendly neighbourhood podcast app and on all the interwebs. Just search for the Diabolical Film Show. So that leaves it for me to say thanks for listening, and catch you laters. And from me, till next time, may the force be with you. And always with you. And you. And you. And you. And me. Tatty, bye.